in a crude laboratory in the basement of his home. And welcome to the CEO Rata Podcast. It's your host, John Maeta. It's been some time, so I wanted to touch on some random items that caught my eye over the past week that I thought were interesting. First one is Netflix, which the, the quarter wasn't as bad as the headlines were. Here's my concern with with Netflix, because I've seen this movie before, no pun intended. You've got all sorts of new competition coming onto the market. That's the issue. I think uh, WWE, the former World Wrestling Federation, was probably the first piece of competition that I can remember to Netflix when I think it was back in maybe 2013 where they went over the top with their pay-per-view content, got rid of the pay-per-view model, went to an OTT model, whatever it was, 9 bucks a month, 10 bucks a month, to have access to their library, library of WWE matches and, and what were pay-per-view events. That's competition to Netflix. HBO soon follows suit with an OTT offering. I don't have it. HBO Go, I believe. I think that's 15 bucks a month. And that was maybe back in 14, before the bundles really started, before the cable bundles really started to burst that came on the scene. That's also competition to Netflix. Amazon, obviously. Apple, obviously. YouTube, obviously. ESPN rolls out. ESPN Plus, four or five bucks a month. 399, whatever the exact price point is, more competition. You have uh, DAZN out of Europe, where former ESPN president John Skipper is chairman. They're rolling out an offering in the U.S., a, a, a boxing platform, the sport of boxing, which they're going to bundle with some other sports, and they're going to roll out an offering here, more competition. You have Instagram in, with its enhanced feature functionality along long-form video. That's competition. I mean, there are only so many hours in a day. Now, I've talked about this previously, but Disney pulls its content off of Netflix in 2019. And I just feel like people are looking past that one. And I know Netflix is very aggressive about, and they have the budget, to ramp up their own proprietary original content. I know they're working like heck to replace the content that they'll lose from Disney, to replace the content that maybe I'm Previous years, other content creators would have posted to Netflix, but now they're not going to Netflix. They're rolling out, rolling out their own OTT offering. So I know Netflix is working hard at it. They're aware of the issue. But the, the challenge is going to be, in the case of Disney certainly, you, you've got to replace hit content, established content, content with an established audience. Not just the legacy Disney stuff, but the Star Wars content, the Marvel content. So you're going to see more of this, where if you're a content creator... You could post it to YouTube and charge a fee. You can partner with any one of a number of OTT platforms. You don't necessarily need to go to Netflix. Consumers are aware of these other OTT platforms. And so the benefit that Netflix used to bring in the past in terms of being the destination or one of two or three destinations along with maybe Amazon, YouTube, and, and, and Apple, that's not necessarily the case anymore. So the the dominant position that Netflix had in terms of being the destination is no longer the case because you have all these little OTT providers nipping at its heels. So the genie's out of the bottle. And so you're going to have additional fragmentation, as it were, in terms of the number of OTT platforms. And that's bad news for, for Netflix. It's good news if you're a content creator because you have more options, more people you can partner with. And Disney, of course, as I've talked about before, they're, they're rolling out their own OTT platform. Sports, 
movie content, you name it. Microsoft announced that they are teaming up with Walmart to battle Amazon. And I think that's interesting because Amazon and Microsoft team up on AI. Google's the AI leader, so it makes sense that others get together and try to do their thing around AI and share some of the expense, share innovations. And in terms of the, the Amazon-Microsoft AI initiative, that's called Gluon, G-L-U-O-N. We talked about this. That was announced in October of 2017. And that announcement was around two companies, the two companies rolling out various tools that will make it easier for developers to use open source AI software. Walmart, to me, is a, is a fascinating one. They partner with Google for Google's Google Express initiative where Google partners with Walmart target other retailers to create an e-commerce experience to rival Amazon. So Google's approach is rather than own the retailer themselves, and they do obviously have retail capability, but rather than own a brick-and-mortar retail across the globe, they'd prefer to partner. I just feel like somebody's going to buy Walmart at some point. If you're serious about retail as a vertical, you remember Walmart acquired Jet.com and they're ramping up their e-commerce capability very quickly with Mark Laurie leading the e-commerce initiative. So Walmart understands the language of e-commerce. They're a lot smarter about it than they were a decade or so ago. So it's not like if you acquire them. If you're a Google, maybe 10 years ago, you would have hesitated to acquire Walmart, never mind the, the, the drag on margins. But maybe you felt like, hey, we're going to have to work very hard to get these guys up to speed around e-commerce because they don't have any expertise there. They don't have a substantial business on the e-commerce side. Well, that's changed. So maybe they could teach you a few things if you're Google, if you were to acquire Walmart. Maybe they could teach you a few things about e-commerce today. And I just think that if, if, if retail is strategic and if you have the capital to get the deal done, go acquire Walmart. Just be done with it because you're losing time in terms of learnings that you may have. Because as every year goes by, Amazon's spread, Amazon's lead is going to increase and it's not just the lead in terms of uh, e-commerce sales, but it's the intelligence that's gathered from the market. And I would argue that much of the intelligence that Amazon has gleaned from its e-commerce experience over the past couple of decades helped inform Amazon's decision around the Whole Foods acquisition, around add-on services such as Amazon Key, was the germ of the idea around AWS the market leader in cloud computing. So you're losing the opportunity to learn. In learning, particularly in technology, it's like sort of the time value of money. It's like the earlier you invest, the earlier you can get your money to work for you, earlier in terms of uh, your, your life, and let returns compound for you over the years. The more years you can allow those returns to compound, obviously, the better. Same thing with learning. And so if Google thinks you know they may one day Lob an offer over the wall to to Walmart. You know, don't wait until you're 100% comfortable to do it. Don't wait until you have 100% comfort with that idea. If you think it's a real chance, and if you feel like you need to do it, you just kind of don't want to do it, you can't afford to hesitate. You got to go do it and try to execute that deal. That's all for now. See you next time.